1059 The Region, in partnership with REMAX Prime Properties, present On the Market, real estate advice that works for you. Have a real estate question? Call us at 416-335-1059. Tweet us at 1059 The Region or email us at info at 1059theregion.com. You're listening to 1059 The Region and welcome to On the Market. This is York Region's exclusive radio real estate show. I'm station manager Tina Cortez, and my co-host and real estate expert is Asif Khan with Remax Prime Properties. Good morning, Asif. Good morning, Tina. Now, you wanted to start off today with this recent report about Canada's real estate market and how the U.S. is suggesting that we are back in the bubble territory. What does all that mean? <laughs> yeah, so the U.S. Federal Reserve is suggesting that Canada's housing market is in that critical stage where you know, we're, we're going to be in correction mode or, or bubble territory. And what that means is demand is so high and people are starting to pay more and more for real estate because our supply is down that we are going to end up in another correction. And, you know, we, we kind of had a correction. It, it was a forced correction, per se, in 2017 when the government came out with the new rules. And then we had the stress test come into play. So that did, in fact, uh, you know, almost help our market uh, bring some affordability back. But the the whole thing is demand is so strong right now, it's going to outweigh any catalyst for a correction. And so you say demand is quite high, but inventory is still low. Does that have to do with the time of year? It's still fairly early on. It's early, but going back the last six months, we've been down on inventory and we've been harping on the lack of supply for, I think, five or six years now. And we're not building enough homes to match that supply or to match the demand. And what that ha- what that has taken a toll on is the pricing, the affordability, because when you have it, it's a supply and demand equation. It's simple economics. When demand outweighs supply and supply continues to erode, you're going to see pricing appreciate and and that's just economics so there's there's no catalyst that's causing uh, a crash or a correction it's just supply and demand so what should we take from this article that suggests we're in that bubble territory what does that average consumer whether you're a buyer or seller right now what do we take from that what the report is saying that buyer exuberance is at a high but not like 2016 levels per se so Yes, it's going to be at a high because there's so much demand and and that demand is resulting in people paying a little bit extra for their homes. So even though it's listed at market value, people are paying 20,000, 40,000, 60,000 higher. And this report is taking that into consideration to say, well, if people keep paying 20,000, 40,000, 60,000 over asking to get their houses, at some point they're going to say, hold up we are now not going to do that anymore. And that's going to cause a correction. But the thing is, we have not had a correction over the last 15 quarters. So this this report comes out every quarter. Over the last 15 quarters, there has not been much of a correction at all in the Canadian housing market. The people that are buying homes have never been through a correction. So they, they don't really understand what a correction is or, or why a correction would happen. So they're going to continue to purchase because they've never seen this happen. And that's why this report, although, you know, it it does have some merit, it doesn't really apply to the Canadian housing market because everyone wants to buy here and no one's really thinking, hey, if I buy and prices go down, what would happen? Because prices haven't gone down. 
So what is that correction? What does it look like for those of us who haven't been through it? Well, a correction happened in the late 80s, early 90s, and that was because prices were almost artificially uh, raised. It's no different than in Las Vegas. I mean, and the U.S. has had so many markets with artificial price corrections. But if you think back to 2006, 2007, in Las Vegas, they artificially created a market, and they were offering so many incentives for people to buy there, including 10% cash back when you purchased a home. So if you bought a home for $400,000, they were giving you $40,000 as an incentive for buying that home. And it was two years interest only payments. When reality set in and people had to start paying their mortgages, that's why you saw that huge crash in the US in 2008. It was the subprime market. It was, uh, you know, things like not having to pay for two years and all of a sudden your mortgage payment kicks in. We've never had that in Canada. I mean, our banks are so conservative, it really does keep everyone honest. So since we've never had that, it's hard to say that anything would be able to correct our market. It's been steady growth. We haven't seen the 30, 40, 50% appreciation that are done in inflated markets. What we've seen is a gradual and steady 6 to 8% per year, which is healthy. But what you have seen, and you've talked about this actually as recently as last week's show, where there are those multiple offer scenarios then. What's happening in those cases? So the multiple offers is, is what this article is kind of referring to in consumer exuberance because people will get excited and they will pay more. However, on the other hand, the banks have really tightened up on their appraisals. So even though people are paying more, the banks are making sure you have that money to complete that purchase because they're not financing you on the entire amount. They're only financing you for what they're appraising the property for. Okay, so you have to really be careful then before you close that deal. And likely the banks won't let you close that deal. They won't let you unless you have that cash saved up. So if you purchase a property for $800,000 and it's appraised for seven you're only getting financing for seven fifty. And then you have to put that extra $50,000 in cash. And that's what's keeping people honest. It's these appraisals. So regardless of what you pay, and this is when a realtor really has to put their foot down with the clients and say, I know you love this house, but you can't afford it. Oh, those are hard words to hear. Okay, <laughs> when we come back, getting your home ready to sell. Stay with us. You're listening to On the Market on 105.9 The Region. Need to connect with Asif Khan from Remax Prime Properties? Call him, 416-985-Khan. That's 416-985-5426. Or email asif at thehomeshop.ca. Now, back to On the Market on 105.9 The Region. You're listening to 105.9 The Region. Welcome back to On the Market, York Region's only radio real estate show. I'm station manager Tina Cortez, and my co-host is Asif Khan, with Remax Prime Properties. Thank you, Tina. Now, staying with the, uh, the the hype of people wanting to get their homes prepared to sell, joining us now is Dave Collier, president of Prep and Sell. Dave, welcome to the show. Thank you so much. Dave, we have had so many questions in the last couple of weeks of, where do I start? I want to get my home ready for springtime to get on the market. What's the first step? So what do you tell people when you hear this? And tell us a little bit about prep and sell and what you do. 
Okay, well, we um, Prep and Sew was actually started to help people with that uh, with that exact problem. Um, between real estate agents going in, somebody wants to sell a property, and people having no idea what needs to be done. But as soon as that needs to, as soon as that call needs to be answered, um, the thing is that the person needs to take a look at it at not being their home anymore, but being their biggest asset. And you have to take a look at it and take the home out of the equation and say, if somebody walked through the door, what would I want to take a look at the house? What would it look like? You know what I mean? Get rid of the dark colors, remove part of the uh, the you know um, the additional furniture and those kind of things, and make it more susceptible or appealing um, to a whole variety of different buyers that could come through the the home that what they'd be looking for. Okay, so um, I think they need to really, um, you know, take a look at that and and having somebody, you know, whether it be a home makeover specialist or somebody that really knows and what it is, because sometimes you can be too too close to the forest to see the trees. (laughs) <laughs> and, and that's so true because there's so much emotion involved because this has been their home for 15, 20 years and they're so used to having that couch in that position or they're so used to having their video games in that corner of the room. They they can't see that they need to take that out. How do you take the emotion out of it? What, what's the first step in decluttering? And that's so true because I think all of us are so connected to our spaces and we think it's perfectly designed just the way it is. I don't want anyone coming in clearing anything out. Dave, what do we do? <laughs> well, you know, somebody like us, like a home makeover specialist coming in can take a look at it, and that's one of the things that, that Prep and Sell does, is we come in and give the people the advice of, of what's going to bring their biggest value to the, to the, um, uh, to getting it ready. Um, uh, and we say, um, preparing your home for sale can beat the stock market hands down any day on a return on investment because it's all tax free money that you're going to make because it's your principal property. You just need to be able to take what you want and put it what goes to the masses. In other words, neutral paint colors, removing you know part of the contents in the home, uh, maybe giving it a paint job or tracing, um, you know, a couple countertops that that are aged. And you know, I mean, uh, that's what I mean. People don't want to move into a property that requires a lot of maintenance and and renovations to get it done. And we find that mostly um, in condos where somebody lives in a condo, people. People don't want to do renovations in a condo. They want to make it look like it, you know, like it's uh, move-in ready. And that's a great point because what you're doing is monetizing the process and and almost saying, I know you love your house like this, but if you're planning on selling it, you can get an extra ten thousand or twenty thousand by doing this. And when you monetize it, I think they see it differently. Yeah, we step in, and, and our deal is to take a look. The first thing, the first thing that we do is we need to, you know, uh, pack up, clean, and declutter because everybody has more stuff than what they need. Okay, and and it just adds a lot of clutter to a home. And the more clutter, the more contents means less house. You follow? So if you have a a, a nice size house and it's all full of a lot of stuff, it looks. It looks tight. It looks, you know, you. We want to get some of that stuff out because if you have trades to come in and do some of that work, they'll be stumbling and going all over the place. Okay, and it's it's going to require more money to do it because they'll slow down. So it's better to have all that cleaning and decluttering, packing before then, because let's face it, um, you know, the old adage: if you haven't used it in two years, you should get rid of it. 
okay? And that's what happens in a house. So it's very, um, whether we pack it up, put it in, in, in the back of the garage, or put it in there, we nicely, neatly put stuff away. Um, when they buy the new house, they can bring it all out again, okay? Um, and then what we do is once we do that, then we take a look at what fix-ups and we put the, we go through whether it's painting, whether it's handyman, whether it's flooring, whether it's some of these fix-ups. We do all that, and at the end we finish with cleaning, and the place smells great. And uh, if somebody smoked or there's uh, you know ethnic cooking odors or that kind of stuff in the house, we have an ozone system that we can go on in and and purify the house to make it smell great and fresh. And the real estate agent can put the sign on the front lawn and they get their maximum amount of dollars from the house. That's awesome. So now let's put on our virtual reality glasses. Now we're walking into a home. These people have been in there for 30 years. They've accumulated so much stuff. They've got pink, purple, and yellow walls. They've got stained carpet on the floor. Take us through what you would do when you first walk into this place, what you would recommend, and how long that process would take, and roughly a cost. Well, I mean, first of all, I mean, we do we do uh, we do free consultations, so it doesn't cost us to go on in and take a look at it. First of all, we um, we talk to people on the phone to see uh, exactly what it's all about, and um, then what we do is uh, we give people a detailed estimate at the end of exactly uh, what it had cost. Um, to be able to do it and, and basically um, and, and kind of an idea of how it could increase the price of the home. Um, and, and uh, you know, as they say, prep and sell, it pays, okay? Because when you fix it up, it, re- it really works. But we do basically the cleaning, the deodorant, the, the, this, the cleaning and packing up, and then we get into the painting and fix-ups, and then we get into the cleaning, and, and uh, that's basically how, how we've done it. When we go in and meet a client, we actually have a plan that we come up with, stuff that they're going to do and stuff that we're going to do, or we take it all over. So, I mean, we've done houses in two weeks. We've done houses in a month. Sometimes people want to get it done because they want to list it in the spring now and they don't want to rush into it. So, I mean, all of that kind of scheduling needs to be done. And um, we can move fairly quickly, but, you know, uh, we, we don't like to be pressured every time, you know, we take a job on. It's nice to have a little bit of breathing room. That's right. And so typically your plan would say, hey, this is going to be your investment. It's going to be about $4,800. And typically this is what you would expect in return for your home. So you would put all of that into the plan and then I guess they would uh, get started on what they want to do. That's right. That's right. I mean, uh, as, they, as they come back, uh, we we know we've been in this business for a long time. We know what brings value to the house. We know what is the um, the problems. And you know, a lot of times, the the real estate agent says, "Hey, this has got to be fixed. We got to you know take away the dark colors. We need to do this." And you know, um, you know, these people need a little bit of help to do this. Can you go on in and see them? And so we go on in. And what we do is, by the time we leave. Um, we've taken the person from being very stressed out saying, how am I going to get all this done to going, where have you been all my life? (laughs) That's awesome, Dave. If people need more information or need to get a hold of you to get that free consultation before they go to market, how do they do that? Well, the best place, uh, the best place to do it, it would be, uh, uh, Shoma Swanson. Um, and her phone number is 416. 
230-730-7913, and you can reach her at prepandsell.com forward slash Vaughn, and um, you'd be more than happy to come on out and talk to you, give you a quote, and it'd be great. And that's prep, letter N, cell, dot com, slash Vaughn, right? Yes, P-R-E-P-N-S-E-L-L dot com, forward slash Vaughn. David, it's been great talking to you. Thanks for that information, and we look forward to having you on again. Perfect. Thank you so much. When we come back, we get to your real estate questions and this week's hot listing. And just a reminder, if you missed any part of our show, go to 1059theregion.com. You're listening to 1059 The Region. Stay with us. Need to connect with Asif Khan from Remax Prime Properties? Call him, 416-985-Khan. That's 416-985-5426. Or email asif at thehomeshop.ca. Now, back to On the Market on 105.9 The Region. Welcome back to On the Market, York Region's exclusive radio real estate show on 105.9 The Region. I'm station manager Tina Cortez, and my co-host is Asif Khan with Remax Prime Properties. Time now for our listener questions, and the first one comes from John in Vaughan. He plans to invest in a condo, but is wondering whether he should purchase in 905 or in downtown Toronto. As well, he has heard about the 37-tower project near Square One in Mississauga. Asif, what's your take on this project? John, great questions. And this project in Mississauga was announced uh, just a couple of weeks ago. 130 acres, 18 million square feet. It's right at 403 and Highway 10. It's a mixed-use project with 37 towers coming up. Now, the good thing about this project is it's geared towards families, so 40% of the units are going to be two and three bedroom. Which and that's is larger than we've seen before. Yeah, most of them are you know, geared towards investors. So they're one bedroom, one plus mm-hmm. one, because they're going to be renting them out. This one's geared towards uh, actually people, families moving there. And so they're two and three bedroom units, connection to the LRT, the Hero Ontario LRT. So it's going to be accessible. It's going to be right around square one. And you're going to have all the amenities right there. There's also uh, a lot of green space proposed for this project. So it's going to be a little community. And what do you think about the investment idea of either, you know, investing in 905 or in downtown Toronto? Which way is the best way to go? You know, we just had this conversation offline about... uh, a couple of clients that had purchased in 2013. So uh, ones that purchased right downtown have made about $300,000 on their project. And then in 905, they've still made money. They've made about 100000 So, you know, in uh, four or five years, if someone was to tell you, hey, you could make $100,000, you would jump at it. But if they were to tell you you could make $300,000, you'd be salivating. So it, location really is a key when you're analyzing these projects. And when you're considering some of these, you get a lot of opportunities come through your email or from people that you know. You have to purchase for the right reasons. So when we're looking at these projects, the reason we don't recommend every project that comes through our email, because we're probably getting three or four projects every day coming through, the reason that we will probably recommend two or three a year is because we want to be sure that our clients are going to make money on these projects and the opportunity cost of going into other projects weighs in on that too. Now, what about this 37-tower project near uh, Square One in Mississauga? Is there an end date when it should be ready? Or it sounds like it's going to be a work in progress for a very long time. It is. And, and right now they're in the approval process. So they're, they're submitting their plans of subdivision. They're getting their approvals. And 
you got to get in on the ground floor on any of these projects if you are getting in because that's when you're going to make the most money. At the same time, you want to evaluate and say, if I put that money somewhere else, would I make more money? And that's where we come in to kind of advise you to say, this is a great project, 37 Towers. It's going to you know, transform the Mississauga downtown core. At the same time, is there any other opportunity that we can recommend that would help you make more money? And anyone wanting to invest in a new build condo, they're going to tie up your money for a few years at least. For at least three years. And okay. a lot of these condo projects take about three years to build, unless they're low-rise condos, year and a half, two years maybe. But uh, you know, count on it being tied up for three years. But at the same time, you're making money over those three years. Uh, you know, they're... They have plans around other shopping malls as well. Like Yorkdale is supposed to be getting 12 residential towers and a hotel. Scarborough Town Center is supposed to be getting 36 towers around it. So this isn't just, uh, you know, strictly a Mississauga thing or anything like that. You're going to start to see areas that have amenities and transit hubs around them start to develop as well. And this is where, I mean, we're becoming a vertical city, right? Or, you know, the GTA is becoming vertical living. And you're going to start to see a lot more people, especially when you take into affordability uh, into account, you're going to start to see more people turn towards these high-density residences and, and be able to move their families in. Our next question comes from Vicky in Markham. Her elderly parents will be moving in with her before the end of the year. Where does she begin her search in Markham for a large two-family home with not a lot of stairs? Asif, I know we all have a wish list when we're out there shopping for a new home, but is this too specific a demand? What do you think? It really isn't. If you're looking in Markham, there's a lot of areas in Markham that are established. You know, they're 30, 40, 50 years old that have a lot of backsplit homes. So you don't have a lot of stairs. You've got bungalows. And even some of the new builders, uh, some of the custom builders, if you go up to Stouffville into uh, different areas in Stouffville or Markham or Richmond Hill, they're starting to build bungalows again. The footprint isn't as large as the older bungalows, but, you know, you are getting a brand new home less stairs, main floor room for the parents, and, you know, it could be a bunk loft where uh, you have more bedrooms upstairs or more bedrooms in the basement. Lots of options for Vicky for sure. And just before we go, this week's hot listing. Asif, what have you got for us? We've got a condo. So we've got a condo that's coming soon in King City. And there's not a lot of condos in King City. This is an absolutely fabulous building. So many amenities, nice and quiet. It's tucked away, so you're not in a high traffic area. When you think condos, you're thinking traffic. This is tucked away nicely on Church Street. And it's a fabulous unit and not only is this unit larger it's it's just over a thousand square feet you've got a split two-bedroom layout two bathrooms nice kitchen great living space high ceilings and you've got a patio you've got a walkout patio so if you have dogs you know you could just open up the door and let them out it's a ravine lot so you're overlooking the ravine it's just a fabulous unit what does a split two-bedroom layout mean? It means there's a master bedroom on one side of the condo, and on the other side of the living space, you have your other bedroom. So they're not right beside each other because in a condo, especially when you're downsizing in the King area, you're coming from a larger home, you want to remain in the area, this is a great place to go because it's a larger unit. And at the same time, you're not right on top of each other if you're moving in with kids or anything like that. You've got uh, some separation there. We usually don't think of King City or that township for condos. It's more luxury homes, executive homes. Why this condo and why would this be a good place to invest? 
You know, this is a great place to invest because one, you don't have a lot of condos in, in King in the Schomburg area, right? And this is right at Church in Maine. So you're right in the heart of everything. At the same time, it's a little secluded complex, which has a swimming pool, it has the amenities, it has the party room, and you're getting King living, which is executive living, in a condo space. So it's a great little space, $500,000 for, you know, to, to, for a lot of people that are downsizing or want to move into King to work and they can't afford the $1.5, $2 million homes that are there. Or, uh, you know, it, this is a great place for even kids that are in King to want to remain in King at an affordable price point. That's our show for this week. Remember, if you need to connect with Asif Khan, if you missed any part of On the Market, Go to our website, 1059theregion.com. Thanks for listening. Need to connect with Asif Khan from REMAX Prime Properties? Call him, 416-985-Khan. That's 416-985-5426. Or email asif at thehomeshop.ca.